You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your Houston Texans. And as always, you can find Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, Spotify, and of course, the brand new You Can Argue That Sports.com. That is a site John and myself created. So please go to the site, subscribe, and stay up to date on all things sports. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my, my sick partner in crime today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on IR right now. I'm just coming <laughs> off from battling IR. But John, some sports guy, Hickman here. Okay. Hey, guys, don't forget to please check out YouCanArgueThatSports.com. We will be starting a giveaway Monday, so you definitely want to make sure you go uh, go and subscribe to the website. Check out the website. Check out some of the other uh, projects from our other contributors, writers, podcasters, the whole nine. But, yeah, I am sick today, so excuse me. Uh, Balance Co. I've been doing a lot of traveling, so I guess it finally caught up to me. I don't want to be on IR for the rest of the weekend because you know we have a big game Saturday. We may be without. I mean, drum roll, please. I guess. <laughs> Wide receiver Will Fuller once again. Uh, he was downgraded to questionable. He's been practicing. A little bit all week, limited in practicing, but he's beginning some stretching in, working out. J.J. Watt has been activated, and he will definitely play. But once again, the same old song with Will Fuller. And Cody, where are we standing with this now? I mean, uh, if you cannot play Saturday, you, you're going to be needed. We're already limited on the wide receiver depth chart. We have Kenny Stills, of course, but then after him, the relationship between O'Brien and QT has, you know, fizzled out. DeAndre Carter's there, who's mainly supposed to, not supposed to be, but he's mainly a return guy, but he'll get some playing in along with Mitchell. What can we do now moving forward if he does not play? Well, before we get into that topic, we're also going to discuss a topic that you have been going back and forth with on Twitter with our listeners, and that's the future of Bill O'Brien. But I, I hate to say it, but I, I kind of believe this offseason – Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans need to part ways with Will Fuller because at this point, John, he is just a player taking up a roster spot. He has one year left on his contract, and you don't know when Will Fuller is going to be available. You never do. He has never played a full season. The most game that he has ever played was in his rookie season in 2016 when he played 14 games. Will Fuller is talented. We have talked about this time and time again on the show. When Will Fuller is in, he opens up the offense. He makes the offense more dynamic. You have a three-headed monster, him, Kenny Stills, DeAndre Hopkins. But how much can you depend on having that dynamic force force in your offense when the guy that's the key to it all is never on the field. We talked about this. Well, the listeners had let us know this throughout the season that the Texans gave up a lot when they acquired Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills and even Duke Johnson. But at the end of the day, I kind of feel like 
the Texans, whether that's bringing in another receiver or bringing in somebody who can help that secondary or, or just bringing in an additional draft pick. I really do think it's time for the Houston Texans to move on from Will Fuller and try to find some kind of asset for him. And then, like I say, the top, the, to make matters even better with this situation, next season he's going to be on an expiring contract. I do not want to see the Houston Texans go through this another season. And forgive me if I made somebody mad with my statement. And I, b- believe me, I am a huge Will Fuller fan. He's probably my third favorite player on this team. But it's so frustrating. Every single week, you don't know when he's going to play. Earlier this week, they say he was active. He will be there on Saturday. Now, here we are, 48 hours before the wild card game, he has been downgraded to questionable or, or, or game time decision. Let me use the correct word. He has been downgraded to a game time decision. So how are the Texans going to game plan, especially going up against one of the best defensive teams in this league in the Buffalo Bills? The right. Texans offense need all hands on deck and right. they need Will Fuller. They need someone who's going to be on the field. If he cannot be on the field, you need to do something with him this summer. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, Will Fuller was limited in practice this entire week. There was, you know, a lot of speculation that he will be playing, that he was downgraded a couple of times. Now we know that he will be the game time decision. And the difficulty about it is he's trying to work his way back from an injury that takes about three weeks. And he's he's only working his way back two weeks. He's still stiff uh, in his muscle, has a lot of tightness still. And the issue that I have with it the most is just what you said. We need Fuller because of what he does with this offense. Now, we know that the Buffalo Bills defense is stout, right? At every level, it's going to be difficult to do a lot of things with, with this. It's going to be difficult to do a lot of things against this defense. They're only giving up uh, right around 103 per game. And we know how the strong suit of the Texans offense can be the running. And we also know that, hey, well, the fr- very first play may definitely be a run play. But with Will Fuller in that offense, you can scheme differently, especially going up against the defense with Trendavious White, Micah Hyde. You know, I, I can keep naming all day the front four that can get out to your quarterback pretty well, especially within the last couple of weeks with Ed Oliver, the Houston product, coming on strong after he kind of, you know, had his rookie wall early in the season, getting more playing time. Now he's balling. Fuller is needed. And I've said this before. I'm, I'm sick of the excuses in this team, this offense rather, being so handicapped to a player that's not even your franchise player at their position, right? We know Hopkins is a franchise receiver. We know Watson is a franchise quarterback. We just traded two first-round picks for Tunsil. We know he's a franchise left tackle. Carlos Hyde is not even our franchise running back. And all three, all four of those guys will be playing. And they're going to be called upon to make a difference. It just sucks. It sucks ass when you can, okay, we have this guy ready. He's ready for battle. He's ready for battle. And time and time again, It'd be different if this is the first time. But through his career here in Houston, it's been the same old song. Yes, it has been the same old song. And sometimes it's not a song that you like to hear. You know, you keep hearing the song on the radio over and over and over again. And you're like, why in the hell they keep playing that song? I hate that song. Every time it come on, you change it. That's what it is with Will Fuller. And like I mentioned earlier, guys, I don't want you guys thinking, you know, we're one, we're not blaming Will Fuller for not being not on at the all. field. Like, one, this is an injury. And, of course, 
we are all about making sure that you 100% are healthy and ready to perform at your absolute best. We don't want him going out on the field um, um, just risking it just because. No, that's not what we're saying. But it comes a point where if Bill O'Brien, the Texans' new GM, if Bill O'Brien can get some kind of assets back. Maybe he can, like I say, maybe he can get a player for the secondary and a, a, a second or third or fourth round pick or whatever it is. It, I'm pretty sure the Texans, especially with that being an expiring contract, they can get something back for Will Fuller. And I do believe regardless if you play on Saturday or not, that should be something they should look into. And I bet you any money, Will Fuller name is going to be in the trade rumors this summer. And I will bet you with my bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you can choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you to turn all your sports knowledge into cash into your wallet. Between football season, the NBA season, and college football and basketball, it's time to get off the sideline and get into action with my bookie. Tired of watching a game from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and put money back into your wallet. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you will get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate your offer. Once again, that's promo code Locked on to activate your offer at MyBookie. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Jackson Selinski, we apologize for the smoke detector that kept going off in yesterday's show. Listen, to all our listeners, we apologize. Um, Our studio, you know what that sound means. We just need to update it. I'm happy to tell you guys we have updated the smoke alarm, so you're not going to hit a little beep every five seconds. We didn't really notice it until we was editing the show on yesterday. So, I mean, hey, things like that happen. You just got to push through. Yeah, uh, the update came from letting the studio know we just took the damn thing out. <laughs> so hopefully we won't get no fire no time soon. If hopefully, not, we're not going to go. If so, then... I'm sure it won't be as hot as the seat that Bill and Bri- Bill O'Brien will be sitting on if he loses Saturday's game. I have a thought about, and I, and I mentioned it earlier on Twitter, just kind of messing around and got some good feedback. But the question was, with Bill O'Brien playoff record at one and three, the Saturday's game being a big game for him and the coaching staff. If they don't win, should he be relieved from his coaching duties? Doesn't matter how they lose. And with that determinant, and I wanted to put emphasis, maybe I should have capitalized it, uh, coaching duties. Listen, we always, and I, I, for a moment, just let me have it. I always, I, I give credit where credit is due, and I always I give discredit when discredit is due. But it, it seems like a lot of times people who are not around the sport or uh, just fans, and rightfully so, of course, fans are going to be fans, and we that's why the game thrives, but there's a difference between bad coaching, not being prepared, and your players causing games. And for some reason, we have been how can I put this? We have we've been we've turned a blind eye to the play of Watson a little bit in the second half of the season. 
we've also lost Titus Howard. We've also been dealing with Will Fuller not being on the field for a lot of this season. Tunsil missed a game or two, you know. There's been areas of this team that have just, you know, we know about the secondary going down, but there's been areas of this team that has been detrimental to the success of Houston. Now, do I agree that there are times where Bill O'Brien comes out and he's just flat, blah, lackadaisical, especially with play calling? Hell yes. I do not want to see a run play on the very first offensive play for Houston Saturday. I don't. If that happens, then I think the Bills have an entirely different scheme to say, okay, well, this is how they're going to play. This is their game plan. Let's switch to this. We're playing a stout defense, and I can't say it enough. They only allow 195 passing yards per game. They're going to get after your quarterback. They're going to stop your quarterback. The one thing you need to do is allow Deshaun Watson to get hot early and often. But back to Bill O'Brien, I definitely think it depends on the fashion of how they lose. If they go out there and it's the same old, same old, same scheme, your players are not prepared, especially in the post in a, a post-game conference where you, you give us the same tired speech where I just got to do better, then I am leaning towards he needs to be relieved from his coaching duty. Some of you are as well. Fake Bill O'Brien on Twitter said he should be fired even if they win. Of course, that's not going to happen. <laughs> He's moving to the divisional round. It's just Tom. B.O.B. won't agree to that. The coach. No way on him being fired or the job being two number two. I just don't understand where sometimes – or maybe I can't understand because we're fans at heart. That's first and foremost. But at times – we are too quick to put the blame on the coach instead of the effort of the players. But I do think there's a correlation at times where is your coach getting you prepared? Now, in his case, Bill O'Brien not making any excuses. We know that the preparation will be handcuffed once again on what you can possibly do on offense because you may miss Will Fuller. And if Will Fuller's out, I forgot to mention, I should have, I think Duke Johnson should be a very important part and have a very important role in this pass offense, especially doing some things out of the slot or just moving around out of the backfield. I think that'll be a, a game plan that can really help the offense going into Saturday's game. They have an amazing linebacker core, but cause some matchup problems with Duke Johnson. You know how great he is catching out the backfield. It's hard to call for Bill O'Brien's job based off a possible performance on Saturday just due to the fact if they lose – a big portion of the reason why they would have came up short is due to the injuries that they are facing. You take a look at Jonathan Joseph. You take a look at Bradley Roby. They're all limping into this game. J.J. Watt limping into the game. Will Fuller constantly always limping into the game. So it's going to be hard if they go into Saturday's game and lose to say, oh, it's time for Bill O'Brien to get fired, where you look at a situation where well, he has been dealing with injuries a lot through his tenure here with the Houston Texans. So other than 2017, he has had this team competitive every single season. So from that standpoint, it's going to be hard just due to the injuries that the Houston Texans have. But at the same time, I get where you're coming from. And I even get where most of the fan base is coming from. Like, look at the talent that we have on the field. Why are we not at least making it to the divisional round? Why are we not making to making it to the AFC championship game? 
I, I get it. I get it why people has been calling for his job. I get it why you posed that question and we got a lot more people saying, you know, he should be let go. But like I say, it's going to be hard knowing if they go out and lose this game, a lot of it's going to be due towards injuries. Maybe. We don't know yet. Bill O'Brien may have one of those head scratcher games where he just does not put his players in the position to win, where he just does not have the best game plan to win. And I know that's frustrating. The entire situation can be frustrating. Listen, like I said, 1995 was the last time this team, Buffalo Bills, won a playoff game. That's two and a half decades ago. I know the frustration is building. Uh, We also got proposed a different question. I don't know if he should leave. My man on Twitter, um, Carlin. Difficult one, he said. I think we need to get a new DC and maybe an OC. So BOB just had to do the head coach stuff. And that's why I agree. I think the play calling duties need to be taken out of his hand full time. And maybe it, it should be time for uh, Romeo to go. That is a discussion maybe for another time. We'll have to wait and see after the playoffs. But for lack of effort on, listen, we've seen, we, we, how many times this year, even when he was early on in the MVP talk, have we said to Sean Watson, you just have to get rid of that ball. He'll give you the game like the Chiefs, the Patriots, the uh, the Saints, where, I mean, he won that game until Aaron Colvin in that debacle. He'll give you those games like the Chargers. He will give you those games. And then the offense will come out and, and you know, he'll give you those Denver Broncos games. He will give you the Carolina Panthers game. And we have to start holding these players a lot more accountable, especially considering three years ago we drafted up for him to be the franchise quarterback. And there's still mistakes that he's making that, granted, he didn't have a full rookie season. Last year he had a full season with 11-5, played spectacular. So maybe he's just going through like a, a – you know, in college when you're a sophomore but you've been there three years, because of whatever happened, maybe he's going through his third year sophomore slump. I'm not sure. We'll tell a lot more Saturday. Saturday will be a lot more telling than it is now because we just don't know yet. But we would have to evaluate this team thoroughly. Will Fuller, his chances of coming back. What do you do with the players that you signed one year deals with Bradley Roby and Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson? Did you make that trade? And what do you do for those guys? Bill O'Brien will be, will be evaluated as well. So will the entire coaching staff. But we can't always put the sole defeat on the head coach, even though sometimes it is valid. Tomorrow is game day. The Houston Texans square off against the Buffalo Bills inside the NRG Stadium in Houston. We've been pushing this off a lot, John, but it's time to give our predictions. What will the final score be tomorrow night? inside NRG Stadium. Oh, my gosh. I'm nervous. 3.30 game. <laughs> I'm nervous. And Kirby. You're nervous. I, I mean, listen, you should be. Uh, I'm looking at the way this game is shaping up to be, and I'm, I'm thankful, and I was against it. I really was against it, J.J. Watt coming back. I didn't want to risk it, but, hey, In the last seven games, I believe, the Houston Texans have allowed over 160 rushing yards and over five yards per carry. J.J., if he can come back and play to half of that, we'll be able to affect controlling the line of scrimmage 
getting at the Singletary, getting at the Frank Gore, doing a great job of containing, even though sometimes Adrian can just say forget the, the outside container, go right in. But doing a better job of containing Josh Allen, let Merciless do his thing and roam a little bit more and uh, play a little bit more freely. Cunningham, you know, uh, McKinney, those guys. So J.J. would do a much better job. Well, he'll be a much better addition when stopping the run because they've been atrocious in the last seven games. It's, it's bad. Josh Allen cannot get hot. I mean, he, if, if Josh Allen is the reason we lose this game, I mean, I think Cornell goes. With that being said, Deshaun Watson in big games, he alone in big games outside of Baltimore. We've seen him against the Chiefs. We've seen him against the Pats twice in his career. We've seen him against Seattle when he was young and just getting into the league. We've, we've seen him in his performances. 2013, Houston. I think Deshaun has a big game. I think the unsung hero of this game would be two players. I think Duke Johnson will have a pretty good day. And I think Laramie Tunsil will do a, a, a fairly, fairly, fairly good job of protecting his franchise quarterback. That's a good pick. I honestly do believe that this game is going to come down between the inexperience between both quarterbacks. And because Deshaun Watson has more experience, not only um, just due to the fact that he actually played one playoff game, but just due to the fact that he has more experience and a pretty good track record when it comes to performing in primetime games. That being said, I'm going Houston Texans 17, Buffalo Bills 10. That's actually a perfect score. <laughs> it's perfect because the Texans would win in my situation, right? Well, I mean, they would win in both of our situations. I think the score and the two teams, this Texan team, this offense isn't really built to go up against that defense. Well, we get it. We know it. They only put up seven against Baltimore. My unsung hero, I'm going with Kenny Steels. I do I believe like that. that, I, like that. I, I, I do believe that the Bills secondary will probably overcommit too much on stopping DeAndre Hopkins which will leave Kenny Stills open. I think Kenny Stills is in for a pretty big day on Saturday. Hey, you know who we also need to look out for? Just a combination of the tight ends in this game. We know how deadly Fields has been in the red zone for this team, and I don't think they should go away. Feed that man. He's what, 6'7"? Mm -hmm. He's huge. Give him the ball. Atkins can do a lot of things. He's been spectacular with the RPOs. You know, essentially it comes down to two players, though. I mean, two two. Factors. Bill O'Brien having his team prepared and ready. And Deshaun Watson, he got to let it go. John, some sports guy hit me here. I'm sorry. I'm so sick. I may not have had the most you know, enthusiasm for today's show, but trust me, I'm excited because I believe this will be the first time since they play the Raiders. The Texans can actually go to the divisional round, keep the Buffalo Bills in their losing playoff streak alive. I'm excited. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two eyes at the end. My Abby is currently me and my godson. You can find me on Twitter, Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. My Abby is me and John. Aww. <laughs> we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're not going to say that last part. No. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, Scholar White isn't that bad anymore, at least for right now. Breaking Bad update.
she's not the uh, unstable creature she once was to me. So I just want to let you guys know that. If it turns out any worse, let me know. Word of the wise. You know what? Word to the Texans. Prepare. Like, this is your last game because essentially it can be. Go out there, put on a dominant performance, win on all three levels, offense, defense, special teams. And the Texans have been doing a mighty damn job of winning on special teams. Continue that trend. Make it hard for that offense to move. Pin them back. Make sure that they're in an area where they have to punt you the ball because they're too far to kick it. Make sure that they're in an area where they have to respect your receivers, your running game. Dominate the game. Give the fans at home something to cheer for. We've had playoff games twice now where they've been booed. We don't need that anymore. Go dominate that game. Until Monday, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.